Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello and welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Carrie Donahue. And I'm Dave Smith. It is Wednesday, November 16th, and we've got all the news you want and need to know. Here's the latest. The Senate passed a bill this afternoon that would make the right to same-sex marriage and interracial marriage federal law. If you're wondering, well, wait, aren't those rights already the law of the land? Yes, but only because of the Supreme Court. And after overturning Roe v. Wade this summer, Justice Thomas indicated the court could turn to marriage rights next. So a bipartisan effort in Congress moved to solidify the law. The bill already passed the House in July. It just needs a quick reconciliation vote there before it goes to President Biden for his signature. Poland and NATO are now saying the missile that killed two people in Polish territory wasn't from Russia, but was likely fired by Ukrainian forces defending their country from Russian missile strikes. Poland's president says it was likely an accident and not Ukraine's fault. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the U.S. is still gathering information, but sees nothing that contradicts the missile strike coming from Ukraine. And whatever the final conclusions may be, the world knows that Russia bears ultimate responsibility for this incident. Tuesday's incident led ambassadors from NATO to hold an emergency meeting early this morning. The U.S. markets closed down today. The Nasdaq lost one and a half percent. The S&P was down eight tenths of a percent and the Dow closed nearly flat. The latest consumer retail report for October played a role. It showed spending up one percent which Insider's Matthew Fox says investors were kind of mixed about. You know, good economic news should be good for the stock market, right? But we're in this weird environment where investors are completely focused on what the Federal Reserve is going to do with interest rates. So honestly, investors might be rooting for kind of some weak economic data, which is viewed as bad news. But that might be good news for the stock market because it means the Fed would have reason to pause its interest rate hikes which investors are eagerly awaiting. It's really not easy to be a Twitter employee right now. The latest ultimatum from the new boss, Elon Musk, is a pledge. The employees must either, quote, want to be part of the new Twitter or leave with three months of severance. The deadline to sign is 5 p.m. tomorrow. The Washington Post says the pledge was in an email Musk sent around midnight last night. He also told employees that Twitter will, quote, need to be extremely hardcore moving forward. In other words, expect long work hours at high intensity. 
So what do you think the words Zadonk, Stan, Adulting, Vaxxed, and Mafongo have in common? Well, if you guess that there's some of the 500 new words just added to the official Scrabble Dictionary, you're right. The AP reports that Merriam-Webster, which creates a dictionary, is trying to keep up with the times since its last update in 2018. It's also removed over 200 offensive words in the past couple years, including many referring to race and ethnicity, a move that was controversial with some tournament players. But if you're putting your tiles on the board now, you could say it ixnade those words, since that's one of the obscure your new verb endings you can now use to infuriate your friends. Here at The Refresh from Insider, we have the news you need to know and the news you want to know. Plus, unlike a lot of other podcasts out there, we're always up to date. Most people learn about new podcasts by word of mouth. So if you're listening now and you like the show, we have a favor to ask. Please tell some friends to listen to The Refresh from Insider. And thanks. We owe you one. Well, it's official. The GOP is sticking with Mitch McConnell as the Senate Minority Leader. In a closed-door secret ballot election today, Senate Republicans voted 37 to 10 to re-elect McConnell to the position. He comfortably beat out his opponent, Senator Rick Scott from Florida. This is the first time in 15 years anybody has even challenged McConnell as leader. And when asked by a reporter if he'd consider stepping aside in the future, McConnell said, Look, I'm not going anywhere. Two of the country's top law schools, Yale and Harvard, say they will no longer participate in U.S. News & World Report's prestigious rankings. The dean of Yale Law School says the rankings undermine legal education and even the profession itself. By using metrics that devalue lower-paying careers in public service and efforts to admit more students from working-class backgrounds. Yale Law School has held the number one spot every year the rankings have existed, leading the legal blog Above the Law to compare the decision to Michael Jordan skipping a slam dunk contest. Goldman Sachs has reportedly paid out more than $12 million to a former female partner who complained about the firm's sexist culture. Bloomberg reports that the complaint was settled two years ago. The partner described a toxic environment that was hostile to women when it came to pay and promotions, and senior executives were dismissive and made vulgar comments about women. CEO David Solomon said hiring and promoting more women is a priority, but Goldman is facing a class action lawsuit around these issues that could go to trial next year. A record number of parents were absent from work in October, largely thanks to a lack of childcare. That's according to new data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. With the seasons changing, viral infections like the flu, RSV, COVID, and even the common cold are all on the rise. And combine that with ongoing staffing shortages at daycares and schools, more than 100,000 parents had to miss work last month to care for sick children. That's even more than at the height of the pandemic. The Walking Dead is coming to an end this weekend. After 11 seasons, the series finale will air this Sunday. Meanwhile, the LA Times is reporting that a group of producers from the hit show is suing AMC Networks for $200 million. The lawsuit comes down to profit sharing. Back in 2013, folks who worked on the show, including series showrunner Frank Darabont, sued AMC, saying the network deprived them of millions in profits based on how it negotiated distribution on its own network. Darabont settled with AMC for $200 million, and now the producers say they're owed the same compensation. 
Make sure to follow the refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Carrie Donahue. And I'm Dave Smith. Thanks for listening. 